Before starting the podcast, I would like to give you all a little disclaimer. Even though I have tried to give all the information in a very simple language and manner, but still it's going to be a little exhausting because of the complexity of the topic we have chosen today. So, it is advisable to listen to it in a very calm environment. Hello everyone. This is your host Ganesh Kapoor. And today we are talking about a very hyped up, very interesting topic, cryptocurrency. Well, this is a really deep topic, so there's going to be a second part to this as well. In today's podcast, we are just going to discuss about the fundamentals, the basics of cryptocurrency. What is cryptocurrency? How does it work? Is it safe? and many more questions related to this digital asset stay tuned and let us unravel all the questions to it so it all started when two people known as stuart haber and scott stonetta outlined a technology known as blockchain the cryptocurrency we know today is highly based upon this blockchain technology so it is very very important for us to understand the concept of blockchain in order to know what cryptocurrency is and how it works so let me just explain you the concept of blockchain in very simple words well blockchain is a type of database in which there are blocks linked with one another and forming a chain just like the name suggests easy right now each block in this blockchain has three different segments let's call the first segment as the data this is the segment which holds all the information in a block for instance if a transfers one bitcoin to b this transaction will be stored in the data segment of the block the second segment of a block is known as the hash a hash is a code of a block which gives it a distinct identity the hash segment and the data segment are connected with one another in such a way that if data in a block is changed the hash of the block changes itself automatically now what is the third segment i talked about let's call this third segment as the link This is the segment which contains the hash of the previous block thus making a link with the previous block This is how blocks are chained together So each block has the data segment storing information the hash segment which has a code making the block unique and the hash of the previous block linking the blocks together and making a chain This is the basic concept of blockchain even though this technology existed since 1991 the most significant use of this technology happened about 20 years later by a japanese genius called as satoshi nakamoto in 2009 and yes you may have guessed it by now it was to create the very first cryptocurrency of the world bitcoin
Now considering that Bitcoin is the first cryptocurrency of the world and also the largest cryptocurrency right now a lot of information I'm gonna give you is gonna be in context with Bitcoin only. Satoshi Nakamoto released Bitcoin with the intention to create a decentralized currency. I would like to give you a little perspective here in order to make you understand the difference between conventional currency we use normally and decentralized currency that is crypto. Well, the currency that we use normally is monitored by a financial institution and the government of the country. For example, rupee in India is monitored by Reserve Bank of India and the central government of India. This is why it is known as centralized currency. Unlike this, cryptocurrency is not monitored by any financial institution. The whole intention behind cryptocurrency is to make transaction between two parties possible without any interference of any kind of institution. But if it is not monitored or controlled by anyone specifically, then who keeps track of all the transactions? Who maintains the ledgers? How does information of transaction get added to the blockchain database of Bitcoin? To tackle all these problems, Satoshi Nakamoto invented a system called as Bitcoin Mining. Now let us understand how Bitcoin Mining works. In this system, Bitcoin miners are the people that authenticate the transaction and add them to the blockchain database. Their computer have to guess the answer of one mathematical equation. And when it guesses it right, the miner authenticates some of the pending transactions and adds them to a block. After this is done, the solution to the mathematical equation along with the transactions added in a block are sent to other miners around the globe who further verify it and finally the transactions are added to the database. In return for their time and effort, each miner gets a fixed amount of Bitcoin as a reward. This is like a brokerage commission they get for authenticating a transaction. So, we get to know that this mining term is highly misleading because the main purpose of this process is not extracting Bitcoin from the system, rather getting the transactions verified and adding them to the database. In other words, its purpose is to make ledgers of all the transactions without concentrating the power in single hands. This sounds like easy money, right? I mean, of course, whose computer cannot guess the solution of an equation? That's what you might be thinking right now. But let me tell you, this is not as easy as it sounds. Satoshi Nakamoto designed this system in such a way that if there are more number of miners in the world, the difficulty of the equations would be more. In 2009, when Bitcoin was created, 
only minors around the world were satoshi and couple of his friends so at that time the difficulty of the equations used to be very low and they would crack all these equations with their personal cpu but as the time went by bitcoin gained more popularity which resulted in increase in number of the miners around the world this further resulted in increase in the difficulty of the equations subsequently the difficulty grew to such a level that it was not possible for a normal cpu to crack the equation so people started upgrading their computers from cpu they started using gpu which is also known as graphic card in gaming language gpus were 30 times stronger than cpus after a point of time when gpus too were not sufficient they started using fgpa computers which were about 30 to 100 times faster than gpu what miners today use for bitcoin mining are the computers known as asic a s i c these computers are specifically built for bitcoin mining today people also resort to methods like mining pools where people combine their computers for bitcoin mining and each individual gets their share according to the computer strength they have contributed to guess the solution of the equation for example if a b and c start a mining pool for bitcoin mining and a's computer accounts for 40% of the total power of the pool and b's and c's computer account for 30% each the commission which they will get from cracking the equation together while mining will be distributed according to the power contributed by each a will get 40% of the commission and b and c will get 30% each well let's talk numbers bitcoin mining difficulty level is considered as one as of when it was launched and the difficulty level of bitcoin mining as of 2021 is considered to be over 22 trillion yes you heard me right 22 trillion so unfortunately bitcoin mining is not as easy as it sounds at last let me give you a fun fact as of now ant pool is the world's largest bitcoin mining pool located in beijing china it is owned by a company known as bitmain that is it for this episode i hope you found it interesting if you liked it then follow my podcast on spotify and stay tuned for the next part of cryptocurrency where we will invite few guests and learn how to trade in cryptocurrency how much is it profitable what influences crypto's rise and fall and many more exciting questions until then bye bye